Hi guys, and welcome to the Patches In podcast. Our podcasts are on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and we also upload every podcast on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash patchesin. We're on Instagram at patchesinofficial, on our Twitch channel, patchesingaming. We're also on Twitter at patchesin, and our Facebook page is facebook.com slash patchesinofficial. Visit our website at www.patchesin.com. If you want to email us any questions or comments, it's patchesinofficial at gmail.com. That's patchesinofficial at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 28 of the Patches In podcast. I'm your host, Hamish, and I'm joined by my friends, Dom. Hey, guys. Hugh. Hi. And Ross. Hey, guys. Hope you're all doing well, and thank you very much for tuning in. Ross, how have you been, mate? What's new? Uh, yeah, been grand, mate. Been grand. Um, just not an awful lot gaming-wise, or movies, TV programs. I've had the, the new Wii one to sort of look after, so she's taken up an awful lot of my viewing time, and considering how shit she is. <laughs> Goddamn leeches, those babies, aren't they? Uh, no, they. <clears throat> I just I've had the new one, new one, um, and it's sort of taken up a lot of our social time. She's starting to get into a better routine now, so hopefully, um, be able to get back into watching and gaming when everybody goes to sleep. So hopefully, get back onto some new stuff. Next one, Tom. How have you been, mate? Yeah, but I've been good. Uh, just waiting for some stuff from work. To get sorted, uh, I'll be now be one of the people working from home uh, as of next week. So I'll be doing some work-related stuff over the phone. So I'll be teletrained, which I'm like, ah, you know, I'm not a big fan of that. But hey man, if I can get money from it, I'm going to do it. Uh, game-wise, uh, played a couple of games. Uh, Yakuza moving out. How do we go with that? Really disappointed that doesn't have like, a multiplayer because an online multiplayer because it'd be brilliant. Yeah, especially this time where no one can really I, go and hang out with your mates. Yeah, like when you were talking about it, I was like, oh my god, let me see, it can't be that much fun then if they've not added that in. And it's like online, you could imagine the chaos you would have with it. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, like catching up on some TV shows, uh, you know, just like the occasion. I've been sort of binge watching Scrubs again. Just on nice. and, off. and then because of that, all I've been doing is been looking for clips on YouTube and all my recommendeds, just all these uh, clips from Scrubs. So it's that's been fun just to sort of go through that. But yeah, all good otherwise, man. Nice one. Hugh, how about yourself? Yeah, I'm good. I've finally moved everything between the two rooms in my house, so now I have a kind of fully set up games room. I haven't been playing much games other than Streets of Rage 4, which I must say is very good. And uh, Undertale, which I was streaming last night on our yeah. twitch.tv forward slash patches in gaming. Uh, but I've been listening to a lot of podcasts because I've been doing a bit of walking to try and get out of the house. Um, there's a lot of um, uh, like the episodes of TV show podcasts like The Sopranos Watch Along, Community's Got a Watch Along called The Darkest Timeline, and Scrubs has got one as well. So like, yeah. spending a lot of time listening to those because it's pretty interesting. Other than that, nothing. Is the Sopranos one? Is that the cast as well? Yeah, it's Michael and I'm going to butcher this man. Michael Imporiolo. Uh, you know what? Never mind. Michael something. Michael. Uh, <laughs> the guy. The guy played Chris uh, Moltisanti, and one of the other characters was his his host. Now I don't actually know their names because they're it very seems to be hard to say. Seems to be quite the thing now. There's the Office are doing one as well. A couple of lackeys from the Office. Like quite a lot of shows seem to be. Doing like a kind of watch along episode by episode 
podcast if interesting. The weird one about the community is it's uh, Joe McHale and Ken Young, and like Ken Young was a doctor, so at the start he just talks about like coronavirus for like half an hour, telling everybody like new facts and stuff like that, breaking down like stuff that like um, studies and stuff has been released. So it's pretty interesting to hear that that crazy man is actually really smart. Yeah. Because like, the majority of movies I remember seeing him in, he always played a doctor. Uh, yeah, he was kind of typecast as a doctor for a while. Yeah. yeah. It was really strange. He was like knocked up uh, as a doctor. Um, he's, uh, other sort of comedy movies that we seemed like he was just there as like the straight-faced, no-nonsense doctor. I only remember him in The Hangover. Oh yeah, he's, oh, yeah, sure. he's in The Hangover, but he wasn't a doctor in The Hangover. No, no, he wasn't. Nah. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. He's <laughs> <laughs> so funny, man. Uh, that's it, really. Podcasts and very little gaming. So, did you manage to steal any techniques that he does to improve our awesome podcast and make it more awesome? Or, uh, or? Not, not really. I think uh, a lot of the podcasts I listen to are just off the cuff. Which, this one, this one is as well, but we do a little bit of editing. Editing. Um, yeah, like, I'll need to edit that bit. Really <laughs> but no, like, it's just sitting talking and telling stories. So, Aye. Uh, that's it. And the stories from these people are super interesting, unlike Dom's. Yeah, those are some <laughs> don't involve enough Q. Uh, we need a we need the grounded one, you know, the, the boring grounded one to make us all look a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested, damn it. <laughs> How about yourself, Amish? How's things been for you? Yeah, not bad. Still working away, um, but we're doing everything we can to make it bearable. We actually had a wee barbecue today in work. Not any of the animals in oh. my shop, <laughs> obviously. Um, um, you know. That was such a, <laughs> such a horrible... Can <laughs> <laughs> I get rid of these, you know, these rabbits or hamsters? Can I find a home for them? I was like, oh, I've got an idea. Disposable <laughs> barbecue. I've been playing Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, which is the new PlayStation VR one. Well, I think it's been out on the, like other VR systems for a while, but it's recently yeah. came. Yeah, that's a lot of fun, man. It's just as you'd expect. VR killing zombies. It's awesome. I remember watching some of the uh, VR footage for the PC, and obviously the new Oculus Rift, you can have fingers, like you can you know you yeah. control all your fingers and stuff, and people are using it to like grab the head of the zombie and then like drive the knife into the side of the skull and then just throw them away and stuff. Um, does it have the same sort of feel when you're playing it on the PlayStation? As much as you can't use all your fingers, can you still like grab their head and punch them in the face and stuff? Yeah, you can still grab them. Sometimes you have to because the durability of your weapons is just terrible. Um, like a spoon, you can only use that to brain like two zombies. Jojaibos. Uh, but I saw a guy. Um, I've yet I've yet to try it, but like, he grabs a, a zombie with his left hand and then he throws the spoon up in the air and then catches it again and then puts it in. People are trying to be dead uh, creative with their, their kilns, which is pretty cool. It's like Zombieland, Zombie Kill of the Week. <laughs> yeah. That is a lot of fun. Um, that's all I've really been playing. I've started watching that Gangs of London, which is like a Sky production, a British gang uh, TV show. I've only seen the one episode, but it looks promising. It's pretty high budget. The, there's a fight scene right at the end of the first episode as well. The choreography is pretty amazing. It's, it's pretty brutal, though. So... It's, it looks promising, it looks pretty good. And obviously Rick and Morty has started up again, so I've seen the, the two episodes of that and it's, it's started up. Hey right, lads, I'm going to spark a weekend before we get into the news because there's actually quite a lot of pretty interesting news after 
recently there's been a bit of a drought where it's just been bad news. So you know, let me spark this can and we'll see where we're going to start. I think we should start with, uh, there was the, the graphics demo on the Unreal 5 engine run on the PS5. Did you guys have a look at that? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's awesome. They look um, next gen. They look very next gen. Definitely. Um, it's 100% been the first thing that we've seen that, that is convincingly next generation footage. PlayStation showed you some logos. They showed you the PS5 logo and then they showed you the PlayStation 5 Studio logo or the PlayStation Studios. That This is the slowest fucking build-up to a console release ever. Even that, all they've done there is just basically announced that they've, they've went, oh, yeah, Microsoft can gather everybody together and put it under one roof of the, 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 the so can we, PlayStation Studios. Um, I thought they had that anyway. I thought they had, like, um, PlayStation, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment, like, Europe and, like, America, and they all came under them. Studios? I don't know. They didn't, didn't make a big announcement about it, though, so that's... They will obviously all be affiliated, but I think it's just to try and make more solidarity between all of the you know all of the sections of it. PlayStation's saying that this is going to be, or Sony's saying this is going to be what the PlayStation Five is going to look like. Capable of it. Yeah, but like that's not a game; that's just a video. At that point, it's, it's, it's not even. No, they've said so. And and when we were watching that, what they had said was that that's actually going to that's the tech demo that's coming out with the developers kit of the PlayStation Five. Yeah. So. Expect oh, something is, under that, but it still looks good. Yeah, it's very but, limited to what there is to it. I mean, if that's if that's all there is that's in that, that's one level. I'm pretty sure you could fit. I'm still you know, I'm still quite cynical about a lot of it though, because like you've seen what happened with like the new generational games that were all promised, and when they came out, they were very lackluster. Hence, that's why I kept saying triangles. Remember when they kept pushing. <laughs> Triangle, triangle, they look, there's one pixel for each triangle, and I'm like, this is Buzzworth, mm-hmm. guys, come on, you're better than this. Yeah, it's all, it's all PR hype I mean, right now. Yeah. yeah it's again like the, those Fortnite Buzzwords. Yeah. They could not get Fortnite out of their mouths, man. It was like, right. big dick Fortnite was just slamming right down on them. Well, it's Jeff Keighley, if it's not Fortnite, it's Mountain Dew and Doritos. But then Jeff was kind of like, okay, could we talk to me? He's like, ah, uh, Fortnite and mobile gaming and gaming and gaming and mobile gaming. and then like, Multi-platform. Multi-platform. And then you look at the side of the chat when people are just like, are they going to talk about anything else with these three guy, old white guys with glasses that are just spouting out nonsense rather than yeah. telling people what they kind of want? Like, what have you got in development? Yeah, it's nice to know that people that are working with Unreal 4 can just basically asset jump to Unreal 5. And it's like a lot of like, like I would help with a lot of crunch, really. Like they probably see a next gen gears, maybe a gears five remaster because yeah, that's a yeah, like mm. but then that what? makes sense maybe why now that you're getting like the the Halo uh, the new Halo game or uh, the Assassin's Creed game is now coming out with the can upscale to the new console because. If they're working with certain engines, maybe it is mm. just flipping on a switch or adding in extra uh, data. Mm. Yeah, which is big patches. Um, yeah. I'm not going to believe any of this stuff until you see it in your hands because yeah. these companies like you constantly. Like, the PlayStation 4 wasn't a huge jump to the PlayStation 3, even though the previous footage showed like all these extra features. Like, remember the Watchdogs uh, yeah, yeah, trailer? Yeah. So, like, in the Killzone 2, I think they did that with the PS, they jumped to the PS2 to the PS3. Like, there's all these, it's all just PR spin. 
But yeah. then, like, all you had to do is, like, they had Black Controversy at the start of the generation, and at the very end with Spider-Man. Remember, people were complaining how Spider-Man's final production didn't look anything like the Beast. Yeah. Still people like, good. Look, look at the puddles. Look at the, they even hmm. got puddles there with the reflections, and you're like, I mean, I know that's a bit, like, you know, extreme for it. But of all the all the games, all all the E threes that have been in the past, how many games have actually come out? And I mean like triple A titles. How many of them have actually come out a hundred percent with what we showed at E three? Unless you're that, Nintendo, it never happens, man. Unless you're Nintendo. Aye, but so, Nintendo I mean, don't push uh, graphics and size. Aye, they don't. They don't go out there to show off how fantastic something looks. They go out there to show look, this is the newest installment. And this is what it looks like now. And there's not really a big massive. And it's just their style. They don't really push the boundaries, but what they do is they are more creative in the way they make games. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, all of this stuff's um, just advertisement. They don't play by it. What you pee here? The thing is with this though, the thing with this though is that this isn't what what we've seen today. As much as it was, they were talking about PlayStation. It's the Unreal Engine Five. Yeah, yeah. What the, was what the demo was. As much as they said, you know, this is us displaying it on PlayStation Five. It's still the engine for a new Five. I yeah, it's more of a showcase for that than yeah. Else. I mean, obviously, it's obviously in some form of partnership because I think we even tried to question, you know, how is this going to look yeah. on other consoles, and he was like, oh yeah, well, you know, it'll be good on everything that we put it on. So I think so like you just sort of like, totally dodged the. Yeah. I know. I, um, uh, like, how, how do I not advertise the Xbox and yeah, answer yeah, the question? I think yeah, even I, the question I, didn't I, even have I, Xbox on it. I think you said that. Well, oh, it'll work well anything multi console and uh, on iOS and Android. So with the mobile mm-hmm. games, you know, so you don't know what Blizzard Blizzard's play project paying off there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Just to talk about to talk about mobiles so we can try. You guys still have phones. <laughs> Some of the stuff that I'd picked up already from that video in regards to the engine itself and stuff yeah. we were talking about, where it's got the um, the, the light, and I can't remember the exact term for it, but they were saying basically that it's a, it's completely adaptive now, mm-hmm. so you don't have to spend hours with a team of people trying to light a level properly because it's got this UI with the light that's basically going to do it all for them. So yeah. if you crack a hole in a ceiling, it no longer needs that a whole team has to then Figure out the light teams, yeah. yeah. Where the light's going to be and how that's going to affect the different items in the room. The yeah. light itself will automatically match whatever it is it's bouncing off of due to triangles and nanites and whatever else it was and, saying. And again, nice. it was going to help the fact that if you do need to do that, like uh, it's less mana was trying to figure out something that can can now just click away. Yeah. It's easier for developers. And I think mm-hmm. you know, Ross, like with the independents and all that, it was very interesting to see how the indie games would do on Unreal yeah. 5. And I was like, jokingly said, oh, maybe what about the new Sonic game that will come out on that? Oh, no, it's definitely got to be that, that really good Minecraft, isn't it? <laughs> Minecraft and Unreal Engine 5, you know? Minecraft 2. Now, with, now with real liquid simulations or some shit, I don't know. Well, we might um, see the, the old uh, Unreal Engine 3 and 4 games getting quick remasters or quick remakes. Yes. I don't know what you're uh, Well, like, like what Dom was saying earlier on, like if you've got the whole, if it is just as easy as importing an old Unreal Engine 4 file into Unreal Engine 5, then surely any game that's been produced on Unreal Engine 4 should be able to be put into Unreal 5 and upscaled. Yeah. And it'll just be a massive, a massive patch. But, you know, 
they can, they they can do that. Then you'll get things like, I mean, the, uh, there's a remaster of Saints Row the Third coming out, and it looks, you know, obviously better, but they're charging like 30-odd quid for it, and where do you draw the line of, it's obviously not a new game, it's, yeah. it's literally just a remaster, it's just an upscale, so where do you draw the line of how much you should charge for it and stuff like that, and then what's really worth making? Yeah. So we wait till everybody forgets that it is just an upscale and they just have to actually work on it to make it, make it better, so therefore... Yeah. This is this is a confusing thing with these new upscales, remasters, and the Xbox One X's um, patches, right? So I was going to buy Vanquish, like the Bayonetta yeah, Vanquish double pack, but they've been patched on the Xbox One X to be enhanced. And I'm like, right, so what is the difference now between the enhancement and the remaster? Like, mm-hmm. sh- surely they should have the same features. But I don't think they do because I think Vanquish remaster is sixty frames per second, and I don't think it is on the Xbox One X. Like, so this is now getting confusing. Where there maybe three or four different versions of a single game, so we're going to have to start making new words up and not just remakes and remasters. There has apparently been a rumored release date. Obviously, it's been you know, mentioned before holiday 2020, but some people have been saying that it's going to be October, near the end of October that it's actually coming out, which to me seems a wee bit early for, you know, holiday. Don't consoles usually come out in November anyway, so it's not really a big jump. They, they obviously usually come out before the Christmas periods just to capitalise on, you know, oh, my grandson says he wants a new Nintendo, and it's like, there's not a new Nintendo, old lady, it's PS5. Like, oh, that must be that one then, son. Um... Another interesting thing, though, is apparently Sony have said the distribution and, you know, the release date is unaffected by the, you know, the current situation with COVID-19. Hopefully that's true, but it's, I don't think you fully believe that, do you, Hugh? You be suspicious eyes going Yeah, I don't know. I don't, unless they started building it, like, uh, doing the manufacturing before this all kicked off, I think they're going to struggle. They struggle at the best of times to release as many as they need, like, at the start of any console generation, there's massive shortages of the consoles, be it fucking PlayStation 4, set the Xbox One because no cunt wanted that. Uh, Wii. Like, these popular things, they'll disappear at the shop so quickly that I don't think that they're being truthful when they're saying that there won't be a shortage. Mm. But it was that they said was specifically that the acquisition of the hardware has not been affected, you know, that's you know, that's not been a problem at all. It's oh. nothing to do with, you know, worried about getting it to uh, shops or distribution centres or anything like that. It's getting the hardware to actually build them. They've said, said it's specifically not a problem. Well, Microsoft and Sony are using pretty much the same parts to build their consoles. So, I don't know. I, I just see it as one of those, like, oh, don't worry, it's coming, it's coming. Like, I feel sure you're, like, you're caught in a trap and you can't get out. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't believe big companies when they say things. They've lied to me so much. You're a sceptical boy, yes. Yeah. I can get on to you suspicious minds. Reading the details on it, like both both parties, Microsoft and Sony, are both adamant that the launch of their consoles will not be affected. So mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's how do you date that do you take that is like, you know, it's definitely coming out on that day as much as there's only gonna be five for us to sell, or we're definitely gonna be able to meet demand and the console will launch on time as expected. You know, like, I would, I would, I would say it's because, like, you know, see, like, the Asian uh, market has improved dramatically since COVID nineteen has like sort of went 
down a lot through there, so manufacturing is up. So it's not mm. unlikely that they're behind in product. It's going to be a case of can people afford it? Yeah, that's a big factor, I think, for anything. Well, I do remember us specifically talking about the the PS5 before, though, and the fact that there's probably going to be less demand for it because of the price of it. You know, I think they said something like it's going to be like a proper hardcore gamer's console. It's not not as casual as, you know, the the 3 or the 4 or whatever, so they maybe aren't anticipating as much demand as the, the previous console, so maybe they think we'll be able to get it out no problem because they won't need to make as many. I think we're using the PS4s or PS4 Pros for their uh, current game usage, Netflix usage, YouTube usage, anything like that. I'm just uh, reading a wee bit here and it says that Sony are quite happy to let their sales figures prove whether or not the quiet promotion is, is going to beat Microsoft or not. So Ooh. they're quite happy. It says... Sony plays PlayStation 5 so says PlayStation 5 sales will prove whether it's quiet promotion of its next gen console will be rival Microsoft. The the main relatively quiet about the PlayStation 5 plan using some specs, a logo, a controller, <laughs> no full console review yet. Um, it's like a slow strip piece in history. I know. Bye. Um, Bye. Bye. <laughs> in comparison to how the, the Xbox is going just now, they're just saying wait for the sales before you yeah. make any judgment basically. I think that well, don't count the chickens until they've hatched or whatever it is. I think mm-hmm. yeah, it's PlayStation's race to lose, obviously, because of the massive lead they've got with PS4, but mm. it's going to be Jeez. fought on, I think, the Game Pass. I think Game Pass might make a big difference. Yeah, because like when they're doing the Xbox Enhanced as well, if that's coming as a feature. Yeah, and all the backwards compatibility and stuff like that. And yeah, that'll be killer. Yeah. It'll make a big difference. PlayStation don't release back backwards compatibility on any PlayStation One titles, man. That's a huge. They've only announced PlayStation Four, and they can't do PS Three. Uh, they can't do PS Three backwards compatibility. But yeah, how hard it would be to do that before, but yeah, but they could do PS One and PS Two, but they don't. They want to sell you those games again. They don't want to put them on a service or anything. You see the way they're looking at the now, right? They make no money off of them. They make zero money off them. There's no way that anybody is buying those games on next gen. There's there's not enough of them available, is there? I mean, you don't have. Yeah, I was hoping that. Hopefully, we'll get that bit of some like weird PlayStation One games there. I was like, oh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say. Ah, you to go check. Like, what went one here quickly? <laughs> Chrono Cross. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> it's also yeah. an American game that I, I can't play. Cause I can't get yeah, so like I think sport. I think that at the moment like they don't lose anything if they put it onto a, a service. Do you know what I mean? Like if they if they put all those games onto a service, what are they losing on, on top of it? If they're uh, just now that they're not, you say that anything from it. Nintendo. Oh, sorry, Dom. So we we were saying that like see um, the last time with uh, Streets of Rage four, yeah. Up, like we were saying that they sat on that property for so long, Sega. And you're like, well, how? Why didn't they capitalize on this? Like, you know, so was it twenty six years we said? Yeah, uh, twenty six years yeah. since Streets of Rage three. Sometimes you just don't know what's what they're thinking. And generally, it's uh, if it's coming from uh, Japan for it, they're just like to have the licenses theirs just in case. So a lot of the times, like Sony is a Japanese owned company, so maybe there'll be issues to do with licenses for that. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm the same boat as you as well. I'm like, well, 
why won't you release it? Because there is a demand. There is a demand for those games. Yeah, it's huge. But, yeah. Um, is it? Maybe it's just in their culture. They're just like, you know what? We don't need that money right now. We can wait that until like later down the line, like Nintendo used to do before they started doing remasters and that. Or yeah. they'll do their nice supply and demand where they're just like, okay, so you want ten thousand switches? Okay, here's a uh, three thousand. No, but we need ten. That's three thousand. You sell you, you sell them no bother. Aye, but the demand's ten thousand. Ah. Try to get it to you, and then they're like, oh, about that. Yeah, the, the demand will make good headlines. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Wait, Amiibo? See, see, just on anniversaries, just when you're saying not anniversaries as such, right? But when you're saying it's been like 26 years, I just found out the other day, mm. and I believe it's the 15th anniversary as of, I think, yesterday, okay, of Leroy Jenkins. Mm. You know, my brother had only discovered that like two weeks ago. He was like, oh man, I've seen this hilarious video. It's like you and your weird pals play, and I'm like, "All right, what is it?" And they put it. I'm like, "I've never played. I've never played World of Warcraft before, mate." He's like, oh, man, "I want to play it now. I want to be Leroy, man." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that that just was like eight years it. old, mate. And then now you're saying that, Ross, man. That fifteen, was 15, uh, fifteen years old. Uh, yeah. Hey, were so, you playing uh, Warcraft? Or was it yourself, Ross? I see someone that was on. Ross has I'll, been playing it recently. I think. I played it on and off for years and years. You can actually get like a you get titles now, so you can put them like prefix or a suffix on your name and stuff like that. And Jenkins is one of them, so you can you have your name and then Jenkins just as a an homage to the Leroy, which is pretty cool. To move on to our next thing, that something that we actually kind of touched on when we were talking about the prices and things like that, and you know Sony versus Xbox when it comes to sales and things like that. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Michael Pachter said in an interview with Jeff Keighley. Xbox are very likely to be prepared to take a hit financially when it comes to making the new Xbox Series X cheaper than the PS5. He suggests up to about $100 worth. So they believe that the, the PS5 will be about $500, so £400-ish, just over for UK people. Uh, and what he is suggesting is that you know, they'll take $100 off of that. And obviously they'll need to make that up themselves. The first 10 million or so sales cover that. But obviously, hopefully in the future, recoup that. Microsoft have been doing that forever. Well, I would think they would recoup it probably through accessories like controls and all that. I mean, because how much are you still paying for a PS5 controller or an Xbox One controller? It's still up at like 20 quid, which I think is still fucking ridiculous. But the Xbox especially, you still have to put batteries in it. My That's a usual thing for a lot of console makers. Nintendo was the only one that wasn't doing that. Uh, the PS3, Sony were making a huge loss on, and PS2s and stuff like that. Like, they're trying to make it back to games, but exclusives. How are, uh, I think it's going to obviously be making it back to subscriptions this time. Like yeah. your, your 10.99s or whatever it is a month for Game Pass Ultimate. So that's what they're probably looking at. Mm. What are you thinking, Jameson? I mean, I think it's definitely possible. Like, it's, it's not as if Microsoft are short of money. So if they really wanted to, then they absolutely could. They've, they've kind of got the upper hand when it comes to that. They can sit and wait out Sony as long as they need to. And, and I think that is the plan. Wait and see what Sony say the PlayStation 5 is going to you know, ship as retail price-wise. And then it's really up to them if they, if they decide, yeah, We'll sell it for about the same, and you know, hope for the best. Or if they want to undercut, then they absolutely could. 
I think they probably will, to be honest. Like, even though like, the hardware is very much the same, I think Xbox or Microsoft will probably just, at least, maybe not to the extent of $100, but I think they will try to undercut them a wee bit just to make it seem like the more viable and the more you know attractive offer. Yeah. And most consumer friendly for it as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. people just look and they go, well, I can save 100 dollars or hundred quid off of that. Like, I'm going to go for that. If, and again, look at it if it's basically the same, apart from maybe the solid state drives that are in it, where Microsoft's got their own ones where Sony you can basically put any solid state in. And I mean, the only people that would know that are like, like you know, in gamers that are into their games, not like you know, Joe Public. The Xbox got faster RAM as well, but the. The only time Microsoft have ever tried to sell a console for a profit was the Xbox One original. Uh, okay, and, sorry, the Xbox One or the Xbox One console? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the Xbox, Xbox original one or the Xbox One original? Yeah. The, Xbox, the Xbox One, not the See, Xbox One. <laughs> they never thought ahead. <laughs> it's the Xbox One big VCR model. Like That was a the cheap out on building it and tried to make a profit on it and it didn't work and then they went back to their old model and made the S and the X sold them for massive losses. Like the X is a huge loss for them because of the 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 ultra high definition drive, the the four K Blu-ray drive. Like that that was like three hundred on its own. Yeah. That was a lot. That's why Sony didn't put it in a PS4 Pro. And then they did the, the Xbox All Digital as well, or the Xbox One S All Digital, or the Xbox SAG, as they call it. Yeah. I see, see what you're sad. saying there about the, the Blu-ray drive as well. Like I, yeah. I remember people coming into game station when I worked there and buying PlayStation 3s for the Blu-ray player because at the time it was the cheapest Blu-ray player on the market. Yeah. Like People were going, they were like, oh, well, you know, go to, our, go to Argos and buy a Blu-ray player. You're talking, you know, an extra 100, 150, 200 pounds. Xbox came out with a lower price cap. I think Xbox will start off with the, the need. I don't know if they both get released at the same time. I still think people will go for the PlayStation or the Xbox, just because of reputation. Yeah, but you need to remember that when it, when it's coming out around Christmas time, if the Xbox is cheaper, you're going to get a lot of parents that are like, "Shit, what new console will I get? Oh, that one's a hundred quid cheaper." I will also that one. listen to their kids who had PlayStations. Speaking from experience, we try to sell them to people. It was always. Would your kids' pals have? Like, honestly, like, it's literally yeah. what else have because there's absolutely no point in buying a console for somebody whose pals are all playing PlayStation and vice versa. Like, I've done it myself. I bought PlayStation 3 when it first came out because it was like, fuck you, new console, buying a PS3, Blu ray player, and all that stuff was all sold to me. Bought it. Everyone's on the 360. Everybody that I knew bought the 360. Like, everybody upgraded from. Like, they all had PlayStation 2s and Xboxes, and then every one of them went to the 360. <laughs> and uh, I think I had the, the original. Big boy PS3, the big 60 gig, and I took him back in at a fucking loss to myself and bought an Xbox 360, which I then stuck about with and had for fucking months until the upgrade came. And I think it was partly Hugh and partly one of the guys that I worked with, and we were like fucking PlayStation 4, we were the PlayStation 4. So yeah, a lot of that news that we've had recently is a wee bit uncertain. It's not, it's not definitive, but we have had some good news recently, and. It's actually very refreshing considering how many delays and things like that there have been in 2020 overall. But we've we've had quite a few release dates given to us. Um, speaking of October, the PS5 rumoured uh, release date, Black Widow 
a Marvel film, first Marvel film in a long time. Yeah. Or what what yeah. feels like a long time. Yeah. And there was a big Jason that's been a while. But apparently that's going to be 28th of October in the UK. Uh, we obviously, we, we get yeah. it a wee bit earlier. Yeah, uh, look, look at Dom, I'm just dropping that in so that she sure. won't forget. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> buying it. Buy me it. Buy me Black Widow. <laughs> I'm, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, we can get one of those like cutouts, like a life-size cutout of Scarlett Johansson. Just don't cut any holes in it, Dom, right? Hey. hey. <laughs> you think cinemas will be open by then? I think so. I don't know. I I there's a guy in my work who's already fucking booked up holidays for the end of June. I'm like, you fucking hope for Really? Yeah, that's, yeah, that optimistic, guy, you know mate. That guy's a hero. Do you know what? Like, so, for those possibly at home who don't necessarily know, I work with NHS, right? I'm not necessarily going to say exactly who or how or why, right? But this gentleman that I work with is all like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. The reason I said I work with an NHS right, is because we deal with patients, right? I deal with patients. So, yes. we are perfectly aware of the scenario and how good or bad it might be. And this gentleman, who is on the same fucking level as me, knows exactly the same scenario that you're in. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, because businesses and businesses can't be staying shut. And, you know, they need to do things for the businesses. And uh, they're, they're not going to be able to stay shut for them. So at that point, they're going to be open. And Boris has already said that, you know, England's good to travel. So, you know, he's the Prime Minister of the UK. So he'll just open up Scotland for us and we'll just be able to, we'll be able to <laughs> travel. Once we get by the border, who's going to stop us? And I'm like... It's not as to who's going or who shouldn't. It's about your fucking morals, mate. You should just fucking know. Where's he going? But Where's he booked up for? Fucking being being Blackpool or some fish. I don't fucking... It's, it's, oh. it's, it's shite holiday. It's shite. It's not even like it's the fucking Ritz or anything. It's literally going to be some caravan park or a B&B or some other fish. Uh, some people are weird. Something man. not necessarily worthwhile. But I don't think that it's going to be as soon as that. I think that from the way that they're talking and things with the schools and that, yeah, it's easily going to be August or something before. I'm optimistic yep. because it's like it's released me on my birthday and you know, I always have like good luck. So you have to get first guys it's gonna be gone by October. Another interesting uh, release date that we've had, uh, Iron Man VR, July third, not too far away. Hello Hugh. Yeah, I can't wait for that actually. I'm trying to get back out of here, I've set it up in the, the games room with a lot bigger space. So I can actually play it because the living room is just too packed tight with couches and other things you need to live and not be happy. Uh, and Sinead just going, what? Stop playing games. Let's like, do something else. I'm like, nope. Don't play games. So, <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah. So, I bet you're just like, oh, no, Sinead, it's, it's research. It's research for my, my second work, the Hatchison podcast. It's totally <laughs> legit. You know, this isn't a hobby. This is work for me. <laughs> Sinead, Sinead is very supportive of all my ventures but she's not Danny and does not listen to this. <laughs> she, that, that panther just walked by that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Paige walked by and it looked like she was like a big cat. Anyway, well, we've, we've already seen we've already seen Jason Baloo walk by so it must be Bagheera. <laughs> Bagheera. <laughs> <laughs> does that make me Mowgli then? Fuck. <laughs> Um, yeah, Iron Man VR it should be good. I don't know. Like, I always worry about VR games because you think are they just cashing in? Is that actually going to be any good? But remains to be seen. Especially because Iron Man film games are pretty bad. I mean, that, that's not going to stop me from buying it. It's Iron Man and it's VR. I'm going to be buying it, but still. The um, I've been debating for ages whether or not I wanted to get into VR. But if I was going to, it, I don't have the PlayStation, so it would need to be through the, the, the laptop and you go through. 
PC and I couldn't not get the what's the Valve Index and things. No, the, the new new Valve has oh, got the, the finger the finger tech on it. So no, the index I think it is Valve Index is the newest oh. one. Um, I I mean I would have to I'd have to get that, and we're talking like seven hundred quid for that. I can't even justify in the same year paying seven hundred quid for the VR and then picking up the Xbox Series X at the end of the year as well. Sorry, my wife will not allow me to spend. <laughs> <laughs> I want it, therefore I will get it. But like, um, we have a newborn like, baby, and you're like, ah, oh, but VR. I can have many yeah, newborn yeah, babies. I like, I, yeah, I like how we never even mentioned that. <laughs> it wasn't like the massive outlay cost of having a new child. It was just like, ah, uh, you know, a console and VR. Like that's a lot. <laughs> quick, quick segue back to the PlayStation Five. The VR for that is meant to have finger. Um, I don't know what you call it. The, the controller for the fingers. <laughs> uh, what game do you really need? The use of every single digit for well, that's the thing, Hamish. They will make us one. So, right. So yeah, what I've one. seen of the development from the, the Valve Index and some of the stuff. So the Corridor Crew they released their game. Um, cannot for the life of me remember what it is right now. But do you get to sit the on the couch and watch them watch? Well, no films. So what they what they were talking about when it came to like the whole finger tech thing was it wasn't just that you could use. One finger, two finger, three, you know, you could totally separate each finger and do it. But it also meant that because it was a grip, it meant that it could actually detect how strong you were holding the controller. So when it came to a bit of wood in your hand, if you wanted to slide your hand up the bit of wood but not let go of it or slide it down your hand, you can have that control of being able to apply different pressures to your grip. So it's not just that you can use all your fingers, it's that you can do different things with it. So you can stroke away all you want to do, you know. I was going to say it. it I was, was watching Hugh waiting for him to fucking buy him or something. He's like, wait a minute. Yeah, this, this conversation was just yeah. destined to, to go there. Was you know, what I was thinking was, like, learn to play guitar. You need each finger for that. And, you know, something like Rocksmith or something like that, you could actually learn chords on a guitar. Dom can finally learn how to play guitar. Maybe one day. You need, to, you, you need <laughs> more dexterity than just... Da, 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 da. Uh, well, piano then? Maybe something like that. I'm just spitballing here, Ross. Right? Trademark, uh, trademark patch in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been long enough, lads. I need to spark another wee can. I actually had a wee sneaky one that I was opened very, very silently, just so that people don't think I'm an alcoholic. Who am I kidding? Like it's, everyone, everyone knows by now. But yeah, this podcast, this podcast is just a fucking recording of you slowly killing yourself. Should have called it the Sparkus in podcast. That'll just be my that'll be my next uh, solo one instead of ham solo. Spark us in. So uh, speaking of VR, the things I'm just going to touch on briefly uh, is a Star Wars one coming soon. I mean that's VR was just made for that, and there's Gorn, which has been quite a it's fairly old, you know, in the terms of VR games, but that's coming to PSVR soon as well, which is basically just like a weird enough fighting game. If they got the Beat Saber guys to get the feeling that they've got for their like lightsabers, like now when you you can across the beams and there's the vibration and stuff like that, like that, that's all pretty cool. They should do that. Yeah, you feel a bit of feedback and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love mm-hmm. Beat Saber. There's um, there, there is a there's absolutely amazing VR games out there, and there's like the Saints and Sinners. I think has has been a massive step forward. Alex, the the new Half Life game, has been phenomenal. 
um, again, totally realising the whole witchery. Having hearing good things about that. I did. It looks phenomenal. Like again, I've also heard some bad things about it. The puzzles in it are almost impossible because of the method and how they want to be able to. It is to do with the movement of the controller and being able to work with, a, I think it's a, 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 a sphere in this virtual reality and you're trying to move a thing around the sphere using the, the handset. And I think that that has been causing a lot of bother for some people. But Is that um, coming out on PlayStation or is that just staying um, that There are rumblings of it. It's, I don't think it's been completely confirmed, but people are saying it's, 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 it's probably going to be. Just downgrade that shit. Yeah, I think it's need a fair amount of downgrading in order to get it onto there. But um, you know, there's loads of stuff, including obviously the Iron Man VR. But skeptical. It's another movie franchise tie-in. You know how well fucking computer game variants of movies fucking work. Like, has there been a a good movie that's became a computer game, not vice versa? Because not X Men Origins Wolverine. The movie's terrible. That was amazing. I have to admit, that was really fucking Got you. Fucking that was cool. <laughs> one quick, quick one off the bat. No, I, uh, I knew what he was going to say. For he's, he's, been waiting, he's been waiting for an opportunity to pull that one in the bag. He's like, if anybody ever says, what movie was a know, shame I'm, computer game? He's going to be like, oh, X-Men. I'm X-Men sure there was more. Goldeneye? Um, the Spider-Man okay. games. But they're not directly movies. Some of them. Even the older ones. Spider-Man 2. What, what? Did you say that? Banjo-Kazooie was a good movie game. What? <laughs> oh, Super Super Mario Brothers. I'm pretty yeah, sure that was yeah. that that awesome movie before it turned into that pretty terrible game franchise. How dare you? How dare you? What about that Final Fantasy movie that they turned into a game? That was pretty cool. Remember that too? Fuck you. Um, as we're as we're talking about games with release dates, another one: Tony Hawk's One and Two Remaster bundled together. Fourth of September, it's coming out. It kind of came out of nowhere. Like it was, it was basically just announced with the the release date, which is great. Yeah, but who's, I mean, who's looking forward to this man? Hell everyone, yeah. everyone I mean, born in the eighties and the nineties. Do you know what? I cannot wait for a game of horse. Like <laughs> see a big online multiplayer game of horse would be it's fucking awesome. I remember. <laughs> remember. <laughs> they should have done absolutely a classic game, man. Oh man. Like, see when they like see when they did the release trailer for it. I'm like, okay, I'm not too. I don't care about the graphics. Just tell me you got the same soundtrack. And then the last bit they showed was just oh, the soundtrack. I was like, man, like that is just icing on the cake. Yeah, like definitely. already already looks brilliant. The fact that it's been remastered, the fact that they could get the same old songs. And I'm hoping as well that there are some new songs in there because it'd be quite cool yeah. to see, you know. The same people that made the game picking you know, this generation's worth of songs to be able to go with it would be pretty cool if they've got new songs in with it. But the fact they've still got the old ones, you know, the Power Man 5000, um, Papa yeah. Roach and everything. Like, I think they needed that. Like, See if they didn't have the original soundtrack, everyone would have just played it, muted it, put on Spotify, you know, Tony Hawk's soundtrack. It just would not feel the same without it, you know what I mean? But do you think do you think this is just because they decided to release this for September because of the skate remaster that's coming out? Possibly. Notice me and Ross didn't know there was a skate remaster coming out. Yeah, yeah. Skate is the is the of all the things to come after Tony Hawk's that were deserving to be as good as or better than Tony Hawk's yeah. skate. Definitely had that step that made it. The fact that you could use the controls to make your moves as opposed to yeah. just pushing a button, fucking awesome. 
I just like you know I'm, I was never into skateboarding like intensely. I just like played like the arcade Tony games for a yeah, yeah. I had a few pals that were really into the skateboarding, and then when they were playing skate, it was that was it. They were gone. Never heard from them for like weeks or months. They were like, I, I was just you know I was down at the unit and I was trying to uh, learn some new tricks and you know I just went on the skate and I was just trying to figure it out. I'm like, really? Is it that intense? He's like, yeah, yeah, you know that you, the positioning the board and that. And like, All right, man. Maybe maybe cut down on the weed. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I think you know like Hugh says anyone born in the eighties or you know even like late eighties probably played this or you know like at least one of them. I think it's just a an easy pickup. Total nostalgia trip, man. I think everyone will. I think it'll do pretty well to be honest. You see, whilst we're on the the topic of like remasters, remakes, re-releases. Did anybody see the Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer? Is getting a remaster? No. Yeah. No. You, man, where have you been? I haven't oh. been checking Twitter as much lately. <laughs> so Episode One Pod Racer, although Episode One Racer is a due for a remaster, and um, I believe it was meant to be on the Switch and the PS4, but it's been delayed. Um, that's about as much information as I know yeah. about it. Well, um, these games are fun. I remember going down to there's the Tokyo, you know, the Namco arcade that's down in London, mm-hmm. and we went in to go to the pod racing. And I remember playing pod racing in an arcade, and it was just a regular old driving game, but with pod racers as the as the theme for it. Yeah. You get in the Namco arcade, and they literally had a big massive pod that you could sit in. So there was Anakin's pod that you sat in with the two big massive controllers where you pushed like one forward yeah. to make it go right. left and right. It was so difficult, man. It was, I found that really hard. It was solid, but it was cool as fuck to sit in this big massive pod, like, yeah. play the game. I'd probably find it hard as well, because I can never tell, not, you know, my left and my right. <laughs> Awkward laugh. Ha ha ha. Yes, you're funny, Dom. Yes, yes, yes that's anyway. why we have you on the podcast. <laughs> but enough about uh, games that aren't out yet. Let's talk about some, uh, some updates that have been released Ooh. so far, and... We recently had Jedi Fallen Order, which was a yeah. free DLC on, on May the 4th, Star Wars Day. Yeah. And it was uh, basically just, there's a new game plus, and there's, uh, there's some new skins, and there was like combat challenges and stuff like that. Personally, I feel like it came out a bit too late. Obviously, they were waiting for May the 4th, as in May the 4th be with you, Star Wars Day. But I've just got that. Thank you for explaining <laughs> that. I just explained it there, totally. Uh, yeah. What's the first thing? <laughs> Uh, Revenge of the Fifth, mate. He got it. <laughs> Shut up. When things like this come out, it's been you know months and months since I've played the game. I don't want to go and do like a difficult combat challenge because I can't remember how to play the fucking game. Yeah, it was I'm not going to do well on a combat challenge. Like release that shit soon after I've just finished the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. A sufficient number of hours after the game's been released, so. When did the game come out? How many people have bought it? How long should the, the main story take them? Then we'll release it. Not the yeah. fucking following year. I com- yeah. I completely agree with that because then like again as you said, then if you're gonna not have like, you know, experience with it, but see releasing the skins and stuff like that for uh, May fourth. That's a brilliant idea, people be like, Oh man, that'd be awesome, let me see that and then maybe get back into it. We've got hype built up for like, a DLC pack maybe coming for like an extra level or Yeah. Where's you know, where's the Where's the, the story DLC that was promised? Yeah. Uh, the, the new content, yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming. It's coming. coming. It's been a while. And, like, I love Respawn. They're great. But coming this 
I do not. I do not trust uh, Star Wars or EA. Really? Yeah. So the former in uh, the for, former respawn have came out as a, a new studio. Gravity well. Right. Yeah, they, no, like, so who's who from respawn is started a new Drew McCoy. Drew McCoy and John Slothy Sterling. Oh, credits on Apex Legends, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two, Titanfall. The other ones that have came out with this um, gravity well. So where are we here? Wait a second, let's see. We're starting the studio for remote work from the very start. Um, since one of the core values of gravity well is increased diversity, we're excited about not being hamstrung to uh, by relocation or work visa issues. We want to hire the best talent in the industry, regardless of where you live. So this is obviously coming off the back of COVID-19. So given the current COVID-19 pandemic and the fact that nobody can really work within an office with each other, yeah. they're going to start straight off the bat by going, well, we're going to be diverse. We're going to be available for anybody that works anywhere. It's not necessarily going to be that if you can make it into our studio, then you can work with our team. It's going to be, we're going to be the studio regardless of where you are. So that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Um, want to hire the best talent in the industry, regardless of where they live. Um, Animators, artists, engineers, QA, human resource, and IT are the positions that are already available. We're starting a new studio because of how we want to make games. Uh, founders, one of the founders, Drew McCoy. So uh, I think it's Andrew McCoy. It says Drew McCoy. I'm just going by what's quoted here. <laughs> uh, another new DLC that has came out recently is Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. And not not only is there quite a lot of new actual content, but we've, we've also got Robocop. Spelled with a K, obviously. What? Yeah, Robocop, Robocop is, is Mortal Kombat 11. Well, oh, I'm, I'm just saying yeah, that because it's, it's Mortal Kombat, so we uh, should spell it with a K. I can't believe yeah. I'm fucking fair for that. Robocop. <laughs> of all the content that they could have fucking put in a fighting game, they put one guy who's never actually... Fought anybody, he shot lots of people. Your move, dirtbag. Fucking What's fuck wrong with Robocop? What's right with him? Like, he's a fucking robot that. He's literally got 1980s fucking dance moves. Like, fuck off. Like, well, the, uh, Dom made a very good point the other day when I was speaking to him. He had, he had Terminator, didn't he? Yeah, they did that. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's a robot. Walker. They've got all these other characters that's got pretty skin. Um, I I just think that if, it's, it's another it's just a name it's literally just a franchise that they want to throw in there to try and hook some more people to play. it's not he's not a fighter yeah it's I a mainstream I think that if they wanted to grab somebody they should have put something like fucking John Wick in it like put somebody who's actually fought people John Wick isn't as uh, famous as Robocop yeah Robocop fucking fights people no, no, but it brings in nostalgia for it and see yeah. like all the other characters that they've had previously in Mortal Kombat series. Nostalgia. When was, when was Robocop out? When was Robocop out? Eight, 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 eight. Which is how many years ago? 40 years ago. That was a while ago, mate. 30, because that's exactly my age. <laughs> 31. year ago, mate. <laughs> Look, I, I know what you're about to say, but Mortal Kombat itself is like 25 years old. Aye, uh-huh. It's just for like, I just, uh, Robocop's a cool so I'm going to be honest, it's just for a bit of fun. Like, they'll, uh, they'll probably find yeah. kind of like, yeah. what, what do we want? We've got, uh, we've got Arnie, but not really Arnie in this game. Do you know what it is? It's, it's another Smash Brothers incident where I just think that there's more plausible candidates for this position 
Yes. That's it. I, yeah, it, it nothing, I suppose there's nothing wrong with Robocop, but I think yeah. Robocop should have been further down the list of yeah, potential but, playable characters. I don't think probably. that he's a bad choice. I think that if you go by the era and when it came out and yeah. the sort of things that might have been around at that time, Judge Dredd or Demolition Man would have been better. I mean, yeah. if you want to go with action movies and, and heroes from those times, what about the fucking... What about going with the, the guys for Lethal Weapon? Right. Like, you, you've Martin just Cops. created a new game. Yeah. Super, <laughs> super Smash Bros. Action Heroes. Ross, the guys from Lethal Weapon are too old for that shit. Hey, there is. Yeah, look, the one day um, we could do retirement, right? <laughs> do you know about the uh, DLC for uh, Predator Hunting Ground as well? It's going to be Arnie, isn't it? Yeah, nope. but it's actual Arnie as well. Yeah, uh, it's like Dutch from the Predator yeah, films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Arnie's doing his voice. Is he actually? Oh, is he actually? Okay. Yeah, cool. so Thanks. it's like, wait, it, doing this but he didn't do Mortal Kombat it didn't make any sense to me he's obviously had Maybe some problem offered him more money or a better paycheck mm-hmm. probably yeah. be. I mean he's, he's not exactly struggling maybe for money just, or maybe, maybe but, they just asked him maybe they just asked him nicely what's in the booth it's like yeah he's in the booth ah that sounds alright hey <laughs> ah he's <laughs> like hey you predator I don't like you <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's that Zub Zero, now you're just playing Zero. You could say that, you know? Fucking. <laughs> oh. That's genius. What they should have had was in, for a Sub Zero skin, just Mr. Freeze. Arnie Mr. Freeze instead of Sub Zero. Chill. I mean, that would tie in with the whole Injustice, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. Oh. The Injustice see... had a really good like, lineup as well, but they had the Ninja Turtles on them as well. It's so strange. Mm. Hey, Dom, I think that you are probably between the four of us, the, the biggest Mortal Kombat fan. So, would, would you mind talking us through the other things apart from Robocop that's been included in the, the Aftermath DLC so, update? Yeah, Mortal Kombat 11 did like a big update there with Aftermath, which is the new story mode that happens after the story mode with Wu-Kang and Raiden. I don't want to spoil us for that because something just happens with them and it's like a basically passing of the torch, kind of. But uh, Shang Tsung comes out of nowhere and goes, yeah, man, let's fuck shit up. And it's just a <laughs> Honestly, that's what it is. Like, like, I can imagine just I mean, kind of like I've literally seen the in. trailer for it. Yeah. I've seen the trailer for it, and that is literally it. You literally yeah. be music <laughs> dead trailer. So it's just like, to see that there's no spoilers. Have anybody yeah. seen any of the footage for the release of this? They've already seen all that, so it's fine. The spoilers yeah. have been given by MK yeah. themselves. So uh, they've introduced, like, or they've brought back two characters, uh, Shiva. Yeah, like the last eight screams like a lot, and Fujin, who's the wind guy, but he's not been in years. I was like, I think Mortal Kombat was he in. As well, who's a She Hulk? She Hulk, yeah. Um, oh, what's her name now? The, no, can't remember her name now. But I, Shivan, she, ah, whatever. No. She's she's she, in the story, but I don't know if she's like. I think she may have been uh, confirmed, but not releasing this DLC pack yet. Could well be okay. like showing. We don't know. Obviously, but then obviously with uh, Robocop being introduced as well as like the big stinger. But what I thought was the bigger stinger at the end of it was that the introduction of friendships coming back. It had oh, yeah, remember I bought in the chat with Scorpion pulling the teddy bear towards him. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like that. You know, I was one of them, though. Uh, is it Kano doing a barbecue? Yeah, Sub Zero, <laughs> uh, ice cream, and stuff like that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's what I do. Also now got stage fatalities as well, so they brought back older levels like the acid pit from Mortal Kombat 2, where you uppercut them and they just fall into it. Uh, so I'm imagining that because uh, the Terminator's in this, 
and you hit him into the acid bath. I just want his hand to go up and the thumb. Yeah, that was that <laughs> needs to happen. If that doesn't happen, I'll be actually reaching. For um, the people that don't really know, Tom, can you explain what the, the friendship you know, facet of it is? So basically, it's like uh, instead of doing the fatalities uh, to another player, you can do basically what's called friendship, which it just makes them, uh, the characters do something goofy instead of killing your opponent. They give them like a teddy bear or uh, there was other ones they had before, like Babality. Babality, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, they, they were like brutalities, Babalities, fatalities. Brutalities are in the game, um, which are a lot quicker in these games from like I think it was MTX, where you can do a brutality quite quickly and just knock off their head in like round one, and then that ends the game because, like, well, you just knocked off their head. How did it continue? Yeah. What about, uh, what was the other one when they turn into the animal? Alamanity. Oh, oh, animal. <laughs> so, some of them I, I didn't think a lot of them were real I thought a lot of them were just people taking the piss you know, like babality and stuff I thought oh no that's someone just taking the piss out of like fatalities and stuff like that but no all I real I can remember Liu Kang his funny one that he did was the, he dropped a Mortal Kombat cabinet on top of you alright I guess um it looks interesting, um, this DLC, but then I think I was saying to you the last time when we were talking about it that it was really disappointing, the game. Like, I had issues with it, because again, it was all to do with time travel and there was all these issues, and as I said, you know, Shang Tsung comes and fucks that shit up, and you're like, the story's kind of confusing as it is. Like, what are you, what are you actually trying to achieve from this? Uh, I got rid of my, my MK11, bro. You too, so, I don't know. Yeah, um, ages ago. But uh, I, I do remember you saying that you, there were some issues with the story that you weren't a fan of. And yeah. um, but uh, it's going to come out a lot cheaper with all the previous DLC plus this DLC. What are they going to well? call yeah. it? Because I know they had MKX and then they called it MKXL. Like what? What play on <laughs> yeah. words are they going to do now? Well, no, it's called but, MK11 Aftermath. Yeah, I think like the 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 expansion itself costs about thirty five pound or forty pound with like what? the. Like all the other DLC, but if you don't have Mortal Kombat 11, I believe you can buy the whole thing, like the original game, the expansion, and all the DLC for about fifty pound, which isn't bad when you consider that it's got the base game with it as well. Is this update enough for you to get the game again, Dom? I don't know, cause like the gameplay itself was a bit looser than it was before. Like uh, for fighting games, uh, you need them to be quite, you know, responsive. For it, the online was pretty solid up to a point, and then just kind of fell on its ass. I don't know if it's because I was playing it on the Xbox, but in my house, like when you're doing any sort of competitive gaming, you need to have it wired in, and at the time, I didn't have it wired in. Yeah. So maybe it's just because I'm using Wi-Fi, and it's just my reason. That's the reason why. Most likely, that's the reason. Um, I would possibly get it maybe after the rest of the DLC characters come out. Because again, I've played the initial story and I've played the majority of the characters and I'm not real, really willing to spend an, another 50 quid just for an extra couple of characters and then maybe probably more of a confusing story. But I'm, in, I'm interested to see how the arcade ending of Robocop would go. Uh, yeah. Hugh, tell, Hugh, tell me this. If you were able to predict or to add a character to the DLC to the Mortal Kombat 11 universe, who would it be? Uh, I would want to add maybe the Injustice characters. Like, one one character, Hugh. Don't get greedy. You pick a character. Fucking Batman. 
you want Batman in Mortal Kombat 11? Maybe. Yeah, I can see that. That's not I, bad. I, I quite like crossovers. I'm, I'm quite into the crossovers. I like the DC Mortal Kombat, even though the game wasn't the best. It was the start of the... It was like their prototype before they got to MK9. Yeah. And I, I really enjoyed like, the SNK Capcom stuff. So like just eight, like if you t- could take like Kazuya or Jin or someone from Tekken and put them in Mortal Kombat, that'd be pretty cool as well. Or Ryu or Ken, like that would be the, the same thing for Street Fighter. Like, yeah, just interesting. Just, yeah, just crossovers from other fighting games would be cool. Yeah, I think that's always exciting too. Uh, what about you, Ross? Hmm. Deadpool. I think Deadpool would be a growing character introduced into. Mortal Kombat. I know they've already got their, their dealings with DC, but I think that if they were to introduce some of the Marvel characters, I think that would be a cool crossover. I think that Wolverine would play a really good part. I oh, that's Deadpool cool. Part. Um, yeah, e- either one of them. Like, they've got the skills, they've got the you know the health and stuff like that, obviously with their regen abilities. That they, yeah, 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 I, I could have probably see that. I think that the ones would have yeah. really good. I think that the, the, the self-awareness of Deadpool in it would, would add some humour to yeah. what can be quite a serious game. I, I can imagine. I can imagine him and Johnny Cage getting on. That'd yeah, be, that'd be cool. I basically I have reskin. I don't Johnny Cage to a degree, but he's basically just. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever get did that good nippies. I don't want to ruin your dreams, mate. But I don't think we'll ever get that because Warner oh, no. Bros. own Warner Bros. owns DC and Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're never going to get the crossover with Marvel anymore. Uh, but the question wasn't a realistic. I know, you know I know. It could definitely be that. I'm just saying that a person yeah. that would be good within that environment would yeah. be the least. Pick something good and I had to shoot it down. <laughs> Warner Brothers, fucking Bugs Bunny. The guy from Shadow of Mordor. That is a guy. Not his name, just the guy. That guy. That What's guy. his name? Yeah. Tauriel? Dyson, uh, uh, Killer Instinct. They've got the boxing oh, guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's modelled yeah. right after Tyson. Isn't so, he, is, so. so is Balrog from um, Street Fighter. Because mm. he was maybe M. Bison. Like yeah, Mike Tyson. Bison. Yeah. Uh, 
you'd be too close to those, you know. But then, like, you can still use his name as Mike Tyson, people will still know it's Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah, of course. Maybe, you know what, Fulgog from Killer Instinct would be a good idea to have in Mortal Kombat, see the robot from I I have no uh, knowledge of Killer Instinct whatsoever, man. Yeah. I I don't know. He would, he would be a good sort of one for it, like the ice guy from, but then him and Sub-Z would be just too friendly with each other. Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> oh yeah, that's cool. Marvin the Martian. Oh, this makes me very angry. I loved Marvin the Martian, man. He was, he was badass. <laughs> it's supposed to be a kaboom. Hmm. <laughs> that's a really good Marvin Martian. That's <laughs> pretty accurate. What about yourself, Hamish? I think if I had to choose someone, I would love to see, I mean, it's never going to happen, but Darth Vader. Just, uh, I mean, and you've got that mix of people like magic users like Quan Chi or Shinnok or something like that. Obviously, using the Force is basically magic. But then, you know, with the sword play of, like, some of the variations of Scorpion and stuff like that has had swords in there, obviously. Obviously, they had Raider in one of the Soul Calibur games. Yep. But, the Star Wars cats. Yeah. Some Star Wars cats. So, just having a, a wee quick look through, I just what I was curious as to what Warner Brothers actually had like the rights to games for. Oh right? my god, here we go. I <laughs> five with the Matrix online, so you could, you know, Neo? still oh, Neo, Neo in there, right? Oh my god. Um, Friends, <laughs> the one with the trivia. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he's that stand He's like, could I get any more Warner Brothers? After a fatality, could I be any more dead? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 300 marks to glory so you'd have fucking oh yeah let's get oh. Leonidas man. just all he can do is spark a kick just that's all he can do <laughs> but as long as you hit it it's a fatality he kicks him off the arena <laughs> that's boring umpteen umpteen Looney Tunes video games the Lego series imagine Lego Batman in the fucking Mortal Kombat <laughs> oh, game get Emmett get Emmett man. see if you get like cartoon characters they're just they defy the laws of physics obviously Video game characters generally do anyway, but I mean, Bugs Bunny, really, if you looked at it, would beat any one of them. Because yeah. even if he got, like, you know, his spine ripped out, he would just appear behind him and, you know, tap a guy on the shoulder, like, yeah, what's up, Doc? And then, like, you throw him down a hole or something like that. Like, he, just, he could not lose. They've already done the franchise with, with DC and you've already got the yeah. Injustice and everything else. So we know that they've got Batman and whatnot and all the other DC characters. There's also Scooby Doo's first fights. So oh my god, Shaggy, Shaggy in there! Oh my god, yeah. Ultra Instinct. He just runs away constantly, and he shows up in different doors. Let's <laughs> go! Oh my god! Oh, oh. right there! <laughs> Ross, you were more Morty. Yeah. Ah, jeez. Ah, jeez, Rick. Get, get Rick. Rick and Mortal Kombat confirmed. <laughs> Rick again. I mean, he, just, he would never lose. You know what I mean? Like. Just, another, just make a portal to cut you in half or something like that. Another series that, that Warner Brothers have is the Lord of the Rings games. Yeah. So you could have like Aragorn and fucking Legolas, Gimli. Oh my god, man. See, to be fair, they're they're pretty, like, Aragorn and Legolas specifically, they're totally superhuman. You could probably get away with that, actually. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's like, move, you're taking the hobbits. Dolphin <laughs> <laughs> tail. Oh. Uh, Sesame Street, Once Upon a Monster. Fucking oh mate, this isn't like. Warner Bros. don't release good games, do they? Most of the time. Uh, Happy Feet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking penguin. Penguins. Uh, 
Yeah, Bastion. Bastion's another one that's pretty full, cool, but again, I don't really know. That's too much of a cartoony character they built yeah. into this season, so it could be at least Harry Potter for Connect. Get over here! I mean, the people at Harry Potter, they're like, they're glass cannons. Like they could probably do a lot of damage with their spells, but as soon as you know, Raiden grabs Harry Potter, it's like. I'm just gonna blow you up with lightning. Like it's just it's done. It's not gonna it's not gonna go anyway. Any last words, Harry? Livio so <laughs> Warner Brothers have the Lego Marvel series. So they do have some something over Marvel to a degree. Lego Spider Man. <laughs> I like that. They could have Lego Wolverine and Lego Deadpool. Even even Spider Man would probably do pretty well, man. He's he's strong as fuck. He's good. Like have you seen the Marvel v Capcom ones where he go web ball, web swing? Uh, yeah, he's like, he's got precognition with his spider sense. He can you know shoot webs. Can't he, believe do, he does whatever spider does. A computer game series that we've overlooked. Oh no, what is it? Who's the Witcher? Oh, which? The Witcher's oh, well, well done. Ah, oh, but Geralt's already in the Soul Calibur. But Geralt was Seems a thing. Ross is right, Geralt would be pretty good in the Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Mad and Max. the good thing about Geralt is to just introduce him the same way that you did in Soul Calibur. He just comes through a portal and he's like, man, I fucking hate portals. And then he just starts fighting people. Like, he's, yeah. yeah. Can't do any wrong. I still need to play with Watcher. <laughs> sure, you need to get your fucking life together, mate. I know. Do you know what it is, yeah. man? It's the length of it. They just keep... Uh, Oh, you're gonna edit this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was so so hoping you'd finish that. Blind. Blind. It's, the it's, length, the what, it's the length of that game that uh, always seems to put me off, even though I play long games all the time. Game of Thrones Conquest is another one that's in there, so they get a fucking Game of Thrones characters in it as well. Um, Hitman, one of the Hitman series, fucking Agent Forty Seven. See people like a mountain. Pretty superhuman in the books and that, so especially when he's brought back from the dead, so you can maybe get away with that. But then he lifted five hundred and one kilos. Yeah, <laughs> quite quite easily. I know. Yeah. Very Copycat. Daddy Box. Mad Max was another character that yes. one of to as well. Mad Max in that world could be interesting. I've got a character that you would all love to play, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Just a tiny, no, just no, a no. midget Sorry. over. Mario wouldn't last a minute. Luigi. Oh, Luigi. Luigi. Yeah. Luigi. Ma- Mario. Mad Max would. Mad Max is just a human with like a shotgun, mate. So? <laughs> Mario would Where's come out. Sonya? Where's, where's, where's Johnny Cage? Mario would come out and he's Tanuki. He doesn't even have shotguns. Mario would come out and he's walking. He's Tanuki suit and just spin his way across. <laughs> <laughs> these fucking with his plunger like fuck you guys <laughs> I don't know, know talking fucking scholar people <laughs> what? he's got fireballs he jumps on people's heads and they get crushed like, see when he gets hit back and goes oh he's, he's sharpened <laughs> the plunger into a shiv you know <laughs> look through the eyeball I like that anyway moving <laughs> on right guys that wraps us up for this episode of the Patch Us In podcast thank you very much for tuning in and I want to thank my good friends, Hugh. Bye, guys. See you next time. Dom. See you later, guys. And Ross. Yeah, she's all there. And I've been Hamish. Thanks again for tuning in. See you on the next one. Good night.
Bastard. Is that my fucking game show host or something? Like, so good night. I don't, I don't know when people are going to listen to this shit. So let's see, let's see the last good, one. Good night. Good night. It's, it's, two, it's two in the afternoon. Good night. Go to bed. You move, dirtbag.